everyone. Hey, good morning. Good morning. We are back. We are back after Christmas, after the rush and of having our home full of children and grandchildren and (laughs) been busy. It's been a busy. It has been busy. Busy couple weeks. It has. We don't have anything really planned to talk to y'all about. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to to get back in the sound booth and talk with y'all. And just kind of tell y'all some of the things that have been going on in our lives and stuff and yeah. all that jazz. That's, so. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what we're going to do. So Yeah, we'll see where it leads us. Yeah, yep. <laughs> see, where, see where the Holy Spirit takes us today. That's right. And uh, we'll go from there. We're going to go ahead. I'm going to open this one for the prayer for us. And, all right, dear. Thank you. And, uh, and we'll move on from there. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you, O Lord, for this day, for allowing us to come before you, Lord. We thank you for speaking through us to others, and and uh, we thank you for this time of fellowship with others. And we just ask that you uh, watch over us, that you watch over our minds and hearts, that you guard us in all your ways, that you give us your guidance, that the Holy Spirit be in the midst of us this day, may you cover us in your blessings. May you direct our words and our paths. And uh, we just give you all the thanks and praise and honor and glory, for you are the King of Kings. In the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Thank you, dear. That was yeah, lovely. You bet. No problem. So, what's so, going on in our lives? What's, uh, what's up? What's happening? Well, it's cold today. And yes, it for, is. Well, for South Texas, it's for the coastal South Texas, it is. That's chilly to me. Yeah, it is chilly. Yeah. It rained hard last night. Yeah. Lots of rain. And yeah. It's really quiet in the house now because it's just me and you. I know. I know. It's It's weird. It's it weird. weird. Yeah, it's weird. But, uh, you know. I miss them. I miss them already. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do. I miss those little turkeys. <laughs> we had uh, we had all three of the grandkids here. Mm-hmm. And with that comes Aubrey because. And Lane. She, yes, and Lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, little Jeremy's so small. So she yeah. has not really let him alone for long with us. So mm-hmm. she comes and stays as well. And it has just been a full house and mm-hmm. now it's quiet and it's calm and it's uh I enjoy our time together. I really do. I enjoy mm-hmm. the the craziness that our house is and the love and, and everything that's in it when they're all here. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy our time together. Oh me too. <laughs> I enjoy the peace. I enjoy you know me. I like I, I love the quiet. Yeah. I just I love the quiet. I, I, I like know. I like the peace and the quiet and it's but I love to hear the sound of the kids laughing and running around and just saying telling crazy bees things. To, just, yeah. Telling, tell, telling bees. bees to flee in the name of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're always funny. They're always, they always got something going on. You're always doing something crazy or, you know, you're like, what in the world? But, you know, they're, they're, they're something else, mm-hmm. you know? They're hilarious. They bring just a kind of joy and, yeah. You know, like it says in the Bible, make a joyful noise. And that is exactly what happens when yeah. you have children around. No kidding. It is a joyful noise. Yeah. And those kids, the, they were, Xander was rebuking the bees that were coming near him. He was telling them to flee in the name of the Lord. <laughs> and they got a basketball goal for Christmas. And Xander was out there telling Zorora, if you just pray to God and ask him, to help you be a good basketball player. He'll do it. She's holding that basketball and she's looking down and she's praying. I don't know what she's saying, but she's doing it in her head. <laughs> I, I love to see stuff like that. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so cute. 
It is. And yeah. I was very thankful to have Lane for the amount of time that we had. Lane lives in uh in Houston. Yeah. He works for NASA in the critical what does he do? He's like in the, the critical operations yeah, lab or something in, like that. Some, 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 some government sector. We never understand what he's doing. Really it's a way it, above yeah. our. Way above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, or, I, I, don't, I don't know. capacity whatsoever. I can barely turn my phone on, much less I know. understand what he's doing at NASA. I know. And but, let, let me just let me just say. My grandfather worked for NASA also. Hmm. Lane works for NASA, which we thought was a really cool thing when he got that job. And all glory to God for both of them having a job that never went to college to get this job at yeah. NASA. Yeah. Never. It was it was all God, you mm -hmm. know. To, God doesn't need a, a piece of paper yeah, to, to, to make something happen. He will just make it happen. And I exactly. remember praying for this job for Lane, for him to get this job. And it was a huge blessing to get it. And my grandfather worked for NASA. Mm -hmm. He quit high school his sophomore year. Yeah. And he worked for, for NASA. Yeah. And I remember them coming to the house when he when he was older and retired and them interviewing him mm -hmm. about some of the things that he had done at NASA. Mm -hmm. And uh, this man who had no college degree, no prior training, they called him in the middle of the night when there was something going wrong up in the shuttle before yeah. they, because the people who did go to college and have all these things didn't know how to solve some of the issues. So that just goes to show not everybody, not everybody goes around the path of going to school to learn all of these things, Right. you know, just like John the Baptist, he learned yep. in the wilderness. Yeah. Just like Jesus. Un under God's hand. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He's yep. the teacher. He's yeah. the one who appoints people. He sets them up and, and takes Jesus them down. Didn't go to, he didn't go to either schools or either. No. Their stuff. He, he will put he it in you stuff. if it is for you and yeah. it will, he will be glorified in it. So we're very thankful to have had Lane at that time. Yeah. This time too. And let me say, having Aubrey and Lane here, super helpful with the oh, children yeah. because, ooh. Yeah. Because they, they, <laughs> it's a lot. Sometimes Aubrey lot. was like, here, well, take little Jeremy and I'll take the, we'll take the yeah. bigger kids. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. Well, we're not, we've also, our kids are grown, mm -hmm. you know, it's been a long time since we've had yeah. little ones like this, you know, and then to get them for, for a, a pretty good period of time, you know, is it, it's, it's stressful on both of us because, you know, we're, we're kind of learning how to get back into it again. And then by the time we get back into it, they go back with their, with their parents. And then we're like, then we're sitting there going, now what? Now what? Now, now, what now my joints. Oh my gosh. My joints in my body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going around, bending yes, over, picking ooh. things up. Oh, oh but it was fun. But yeah, it was fun though. We had a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So something that happened yesterday, we were sitting in the living room watching television and my sister called oh, and yeah. she, she said, hang on a second. I want to tell, I want to tell you and mom at the same time. And uh, so she put us on a three-way call and she was real calm. And she even said that I'm really calm. I'm okay. I just wanted to tell y'all what happened. Uh, she works in the Cypress area at a dental office and um, her and one of the other girls that works there left at the same time. And Shay noticed a man trying to get into a dumpster. Well, he left that area and he walked over to one of the girls vehicles and was trying to break into it. And my sister backed up, rolled her window down 
and told him, that's not your vehicle. You need to get away from it. Mm -hmm. And he said, I know it's not my vehicle. And he started to come at my sister and my sister had to draw her gun and aim it at this man and tell him to get away from her. And thank God he did. Yeah. He, he left the situation and Shay called the police and told them what happened and tried to give them a description of the man. And, uh, but I'm so, I'm so I'm in a state of gratitude as far as that goes, because it could have been a completely different phone call last night and it wasn't. And I'm so thankful to God that he kept her calm in that situation that she didn't have to pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, and that he left. Mm -hmm. So that was something that happened last night. And, uh, I just wanted to share that with y'all. Um, because I'm very thankful that yeah. he protected her and that she was safe in that. And I hope, I hope that they catch him. I hope that he stops and he turns from that kind of li kind of life. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. so scary. It was really scary to hear. It's that city life, you know. One of the reasons that we got out of, we left Houston. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons we were happy to leave Houston. Not a reason happy. we left, but... Yes. But a reason that we were happy to leave that Houston area and yes. it's because it was just getting, and that was 10 years ago, mm -hmm. and it was getting. I have to confess, I would not mind having pizza delivered to the front door. Oh, again, but, <laughs> or having ah, deliveries, yeah. period. Deliveries, we can't period. get anything like that or out things. here, y'all. I don't think y'all realize what kind of town this is. It is <laughs> so small. There's no stoplights. There's nothing like that. There's mm -hmm. no delivery service. There's, there's, there's nothing. There's, there's not, nothing. Yeah, there's there's not a rooster sure. in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's, yeah. A rooster and a, and a terrible lamb or yes, a terrible ram. A ram. Yes. Yeah. We posted a reel about him the other day that he got stuck. And for some reason it wouldn't let me upload the whole thing, I guess, because it was too long. And so many people commented, did he get out? Did he get out? No, y'all. He's still yeah, in no, there. I yes, let, yeah. No. Yeah. I left him in a plastic <laughs> car that he got stuck in. I said, well, in, that's a shame. <laughs> And just walked off. I, I go up there and give him some water no. once in a while. A of course he got him out. And Jeremy was so out. calm about it. He wasn't mad or anything. And he was able to work John, that's the name of the ram, back out of the plastic vehicle. If you want to see that, it's on our refuge ministry page. And that's Sea Drift, Texas. Uh, you to, can go on there and see that. It got over 2,000 views. <laughs> he managed to get his entire body in that little plastic he did. Good kid's, uh, child's car I, I don't know how he did that well i put it in there so he could push it around yeah. oh. that was a bad mistake because yeah. he decided to get in it and try to drive yeah. it yeah he, he did <laughs> uh but no it was fine he's fine he's fine and i ended up he having to fine. send some of the end of the video to a couple of people who really needed to see that he got out yeah. and that's fine i i understand that i don't have a problem with showing y'all yeah. the rest of that video and if there's anybody out there who still needs to have confirmation yeah. that john's not stuck in a plastic vehicle i will do it yeah <laughs> There was other people that had made comments and stuff. And I'd be calling the fire, fire department. Fire, 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 fire. Oh, I, please. I wouldn't be saying they're filming that thing. I'd be calling the fire. Why? It's, it's mainly because people don't understand country life. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have these animals, you can deal with these animals. Yeah. You know, you don't just call the fire department. If Figure it out. An idiot. Exactly. <laughs> Figure it out. It's like that thing we saw the other day online with that woman. Oh, my gosh. Y'all might have seen it. She had gotten, she had. Gotten, uh, gotten raped in the metaverse with the 
it was a virtual rape in the metaverse. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, those things that you wear on your face. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's, that's terrible. But then I'm also thinking, take it off. Yeah. Well, why did you let it happen? Exactly. You know what I I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't get that. It's not like it's something you were stuck in. Take it off. I know you had the ability to remove this from your face yeah. and leave the situation, but you didn't. You stayed and you allowed stayed it to happen, and allowed it, and, and then yelled, "Rape!" Yeah, what? I don't know. The whole thing was nuts for me. But it's just all of that stuff is nuts. To I, me. It's just the the whole, honestly, the stupidity of it all. I'm just going to be honest. It was that was just the stupidity of it all, and then it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. This world that the lack of common sense. I know it. In this world, that you know, it's you know. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. Stand up. I know. Get it. Get out of there. <laughs> Take it off. Stop. I know. You know, quit doing that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. So yeah, yeah we, we've run into a few things over this little holiday break. Mm-hmm. You know, a few things that have just really, I mean, the other night I was just having such a hard time going to sleep because I was just so angry because I'm so sick of people with their own theologies, their own ways, you know, whatever. If you got it, you want to say it, and this is what you believe, okay, fine, whatever. Then make your own Facebook page and post it on your own Facebook page. Right. You know what I mean? It, if you're a troll, come on now. I you know. really I you know. really need to go around and and you know what I mean, and just try to inflict confusion into the whole thing. Yeah. I just don't get it. There's just I don't get it either. That, I don't I don't get it either. Everything, I don't see the point behind it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm I'm not sure either. You know, but then Christ said, you know, they hated me. They hated me first. They hated me which first. is uh, I you know. Um, let me just say it so publicly to everyone right now. I am willing to be hated. Yeah. I am willing to be hated for speaking the truth. Oh yeah. And what we speak, what we talk about, what's in our book, the call it is biblically backed. Over mm-hmm. 250 scriptures are backing the things that I say in the book that are from the Spirit. You know, I've gone back and read this book multiple times during the the uh, editing and mm-hmm. page design process, and I am still in awe of this book. Yeah. And a lot of times I'm like, whoa, that was not me. Yeah. You know? So, like I said, the things that we talk about are coming out of the Bible. Yeah. This is not my opinion. I didn't write right. the Bible. I'm just <laughs> here to tell you about it. I'm here to talk to you about it. I'm here to pull some of these scriptures out and put them in your face because a lot of times people don't see these things. Yeah. A lot of times people focus on the easy scriptures, the ones that make them feel good. I'm sorry, but the whole Bible is not full of feel good scriptures, just like a preacher should not preach just feel good doctrine, just right. feel good sermons. Yeah. That's no. Sugarcoat. Exactly. Don't don't sugarcoat the word of God, you know. Yeah. Wipe that off. We're here, we're the salt of the earth. That's what the Lord said, you know. That <laughs> sometimes you gotta be salty. Mm-hmm. And if it hurts your feelings, yeah. let me remind you, it's not about you. It's not about your feelings. It's not about the way the Bible makes you feel. It's about the other F word, faith. Mm. And you're supposed to have faith in everything that you're reading in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to another topic, um, the rapture. I have seen multiple things about the rapture. And y'all know a while back, 
the Lord pulled us out of the church that we were in. And I did not mention the church then, which church it was. I didn't do it, but I was raised Methodist. It's the Methodist church. And for some reason, God pulled us out of it and he pulled us out of it immediately. And you are welcome to go back and listen to that on the podcast. And that was drop your nets and follow me. Right. And that's the one where we talk about what happened. That was the vision. That was the vision you saw. Yeah, the vision and all of that. So he told us why he removed us from it. Yes. He told us exactly why. Yes. Praise God for that. Because I would have been, why? I don't really understand, you know. Mm we love people in that church, mm-hmm. you know, but if, if you have eyes on the news in any way whatsoever, you see that the Methodist church is a hot mess. Yeah, it's falling apart. Yes. And one of the things we had talked about when we first went to this church was, I remember us talking to some of the people about the coming of Christ, mm-hmm. about the rapture about some of the things that were going on in Israel, about the red heifers, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Yeah. And they looked at us like we were nuts. Oh, they never even heard of it. They never heard of they it. Even, like they didn't know where Israel was. Uh, and I was like, okay, are people just not hearing us? And are they they not interested in, in what we're talking about? I'm well, not really understanding. Well, I got some, speaking this, I got some a couple of times where people were like, wait, what? I know. Uh, what? And then, you know, I'd have to explain to them what was going on. And then they were just like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Like they, they you know, they were just kind of yeah, walk on from there and just kind of, you know, like dismiss it. Like, well, this guy's crazy. You know, like, no, I'm just telling you what's going on and, and speaking. I know. Which know? brings me to the rapture. This is on umc.org. And I looked this up a while back after the Lord had called us out of the church. Mm. And you you know, if you've been watching, the Methodist church has gone through a huge split lately. Mm-hmm. And huh, here's what it says. Where does the rapture fit into the United Methodist belief? The short answer is it doesn't. Mm. And when I saw that, I was like, excuse me, mm. what do you mean it doesn't? You mean <laughs> mm. y'all are denying this? And it says, you will not find any teaching about the rapture and its related beliefs about a great tribulation that will befall all those left behind for some period of time before the great white throne judgment and or the millennial reign among the doctrinal standards of the United Methodist Church. I suggest you go on. If you're a Methodist, I suggest you go on to the UMC.org and do some research because you are sitting in a church that denies the word of God. And if they deny Jesus, yikes, Mm. that's bad. Mm -hmm. You're not believing what it says. First Thessalonians, let me just take y'all to that right now. Here is the word of God. This is not Carrie's opinion. This is not Jeremy's opinion. Mm. This is the word of God. The Lord's coming. Our brothers, we want you to know the truth about those who have died so that you will not be sad as are those who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will take back with Jesus those who have died believing in him. What we are teaching you now is the Lord's teaching, not Carrie's teaching, not the Methodist church's teaching, the Lord's teaching straight from the Bible. We who are alive on the day the Lord comes 
will not go ahead of those who have died. There will be the shout of command, the archangel's voice, the sound of God's trumpet, and the Lord himself will come down from heaven. Those who have died believing in Christ will rise in life to life first. Then we who are living at that time will be gathered up along with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. So then encourage one another with these words. Don't keep these words locked up. Don't deny these words and not speak about them in your church. Twist them up. Don't twist them. It says, this is the Lord's teaching. Mm. So if you are not preaching this as a pastor in a church, you are not talking about the rapture, the end days, the great tribulation, the millennial rule. You're not doing your job. Mm. And I know some of y'all, when you pick our book up, The Call, and you read hard and holy things. If you're a pastor, you're probably going to get upset if you're not doing your job because <laughs> I call you out on it. Mm. You are to teach these things. It is the word of God. It is alive. It is the truth. And it needs to come out of your mouth. The entire year that we sat in that church, the Bible wasn't opened one time, mm -mm. not once. Mm -mm. If you are not preaching the word of God, you are not doing your job as a pastor. And maybe that is why the Methodist church is a hot mess right now and falling apart. It is divided. It is a mess. Maybe it's because you're not doing your job. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, this is not my opinion. This is, no. this is in the Bible. And we don't say these things. They're not directed at anyone in particular. No. But I always say this. If the shoe fits, mm. put it on. Because, it's probably your shoe. Yeah, it's probably your shoe. Because it's, you know, if you're convicted by the word of God, then if it offends you, that means your heart has been convicted. That's right. And that means that, you know, you need to reevaluate what you are doing. You're not supposed to yeah. go to church and feel good. No, nah, not you always. Know, it's a family, yes. They are, they are to love one another, love each other as you love your, yourself, mm -hmm. treat others as you would treat yourself, you know, put others before you, but you're going to hear the word of God. Yeah. That is the main reason mm -hmm. the pastor is to make disciples of Christ and send them out into the world as such. Mm -hmm. And if you are not teaching what the Bible says, or you are denying it in any way, you are denying Jesus. Mm -hmm. I would rather believe every single thing that is in the Bible than to deny it. And when he shows up, I don't get picked up because I didn't believe. Mm -hmm. You that's, know? Well, that's another thing, you know, about the, you know, like the Bible is everything. People have taken that over. It, they take his word that to me, okay, I am a literal person, but to me, I take his word literally. Mm -hmm. When I read it, I take his word literally. And there are so many people out there that think they're so freaking smart and they take this word and they go, yeah, it's literal. It says, you know, don't commit adultery, but is it really saying that maybe it's, maybe it has tr uh, another meaning to it. Maybe it has a, it, I think maybe he was saying this and then they start, then they start pitting uh, prophet against prophet and mm -hmm. they start, start pitting scripture against scripture and they take old scripture and they take it and they go, well, it, it refutes this. And it, you know what I mean? 
and they 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 try to they twist it all up. But they want to make it but to like where I said, it works for them. Yeah, and then I it, said this, this is the game. <laughs> I said this is the this is this is the the devil's game. Mm. This this is his his game. This is how he plays. Mm-hmm. It's deceit. He's deceitful. He's yep. deceiving, and he wants nothing more than to take God's literal, truthful word and twist it up a little bit. It doesn't yeah. take much. He just needs to tweak it a little bit. Are you, are you sure God said that you were going to die if you ate this piece of fruit? Are you sure? I don't think he's really, he's not going to kill you for it. Mm, I mean, planting doubt. You know, he, he, he does that. And then if, and if you're weak in your faith, the first thing you start doing is questioning. And mm. then you go into double mindedness and then you go back and forth, blah, blah, blah. But in John, you know, he says the test of spirits. Mm-hmm. So and when he says the test of spirits, go back. If it's something that you've believed in and then now someone said something that's made you doubt, instead of doubting it, go back, look in the Bible, like in God's word, and look it up and study it and work out your own salvation. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and then from there, you'll know the truth. Because God is not a God of confusion. He no. does not create confusion. He does not create things like that. The devil does that kind of crap. He creates the, he creates confusion. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he is the one that is manipulating and twisting the word, creating doubt, creating dissension and creating, you know, space between us and our king. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. don't let him do that. Yeah. Go back, look at it for yourself. Do your own research for it, you know, instead of it's believing right somebody here. else. It's all in the Bible. You have the truth in front of you. You have every bit of it in front of you. It's, you're supposed to go into it and read it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean you, and then if you go to church, find a church where they're actually preaching the word of God. Right. I kidding. would rather go to a non-denominational church if we can find one mm. around here. But I don't know if that's what even... He, I don't even know what he wants uh-huh. us to do. He pulled us out. We're in a waiting process, a resting period, he told us. And so mm-hmm. we will do what he leads us to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, we're we're moving forward with this. And, you know. You got, a, you got another vision. If you want to tell everybody about that one, the flower. Yeah, about the. It was the, the golden flower, yeah. So I had it. Did have a vision the other day. Um, uh, I'm not real sure what it meant, but it instantly reminded me of the flowers that Solomon had carved in the temple, in the, all throughout the temple um, that he had built. And uh, but I just honestly, I can't remember. I was just in prayer, mm-hmm. and then I was just praying to him. But I was claiming, yeah. I was claiming my royal priesthood i was claiming what he has given to me i was claiming his kingdom i was claiming his victory i was claiming mm-hmm. who he was and and you know i was claiming his power and he, that he was an all-consuming fire and mm-hmm. i was claiming claiming his his kingdom you know him being the king of kings and you know and his authority and all these things that he has given me and, and i was claiming you know that we're not weak. Christians are not weak. We're not supposed to be weak. He didn't create us that way to be weak. Now, meek is a different. Don't get those two words confused. You know, Jesus was meek, but he still flipped tables in the 
Oh, in the temple. He sure did. You know? How, what would he do in the church now? Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, but he's, you know, just because he was meek does not mean he was weak. And people right. confuse that a lot, you know? And you're not going to get what, what our Lord has for you if you don't claim it. Mm-hmm. He said it's a free gift. Yes. He said, I give this to you freely. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is accept it. Accept that I accept you. Yeah. You know, except that I have forgiven you the one time, mm-hmm. and that's it. And that's all it takes is to be covered in that blood of the Lamb once, not over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, he cast, cast all those things to the side, those, that guilt, self-condemnation. Yeah. Throw it to the side. There is no he more doesn't see it. He doesn't see it. He doesn't hold it against you, so why should you hold it against yourself? Right. Now, this is not free reign to just go out and sin and do whatever you want. You're no. supposed to repent of it. You're supposed to, you sin know, no more. sin no more. Yeah. You and, can't keep living in best. it, walking well, in it, make a I, mistake, repent, yeah. repent, but you can't keep willingly doing it over and over no. again. You have self-control, right? You're going to sin. It's, it's, it's inevitable. Right. There's no way if, if it was something that was possible that you, you know, could get it, you know, and not ever sin again, then Christ would have then never had perfect. That. He would have never had to right. come back and done what he did. <laughs> right. He would have never had to step down off his throne and come down here to mm-hmm. live with us and, and die as the sacrifice, sacrifice himself, you know, to yeah. atone for that sin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to sin regardless. But if you ask for forgiveness truly, right. he will forgive you for it, yeah. you know. But that doesn't give you free reign to just go and do it. That doesn't give you free reign to go just do whatever you want to do. You know, he says, live by my commandments, live by my, Mm -hmm. you know, laws and rules. Right. You know, that's what he said. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that (laughs) is something else, you know, it is the the way this world is now. It's uh, so many things, things that I see, you know, I relate to Paul in the Bible. I love Paul. Mm. I thought that, you know, God took this man and he talks to about himself as being the worst kind of sinner. Yeah. You know, well, he was a persecutor. Of he was, Christians. he was a persecutor of Christians. He was, he did awful things. Yeah. yeah. And God said, nah, you're playing on my team now, buddy. Yeah. You know, and that same kind of fire that he had in the persecution of Christians was completely fit flipped and he used that a holy fire mm-hmm. to preach the word of God mm-hmm. and he did it with with fervor and he believed it he boldly. believed it yeah boldly <laughs> yeah. and and I I love that yeah, about him fear yes yeah. yes we're not supposed to fear Mm-mm. anybody in this world Mm-mm. especially if you are talking about the word of God you're preaching the truth mm-hmm. who do we have to fear? I don't care what anybody thinks about me. No. I don't. I, I will lose my life for him anytime. I, mm-hmm. My life is his. It is not my own. All of y'all are his. Whatever he does, whether we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or we die, we die for the Lord. Mm-hmm. It is all for the Lord. We are his. And Paul, man, I just, I, I loved him. I loved mm-hmm. his style, <laughs> you know, because I, I feel that. I feel it within me. And I know I say things that bother people. 
but I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's not about your feelings. Mm -hmm. It's about what the Bible says. And if I'm going to be hated, gladly, I will be hated for him. He says we will. And you're not supposed to be a secret Christian. You're not supposed to be sitting in your house, not talking about it. Right. You know, I understand everybody's prayer life is different. Some people are very private about that, but you're not supposed to be private about your love for Jesus. You're not supposed to be private about your, your belief in him and who you are. You know, it makes me question people who, I, I I got off of Facebook for a while and then I got back on there because I realized what a huge platform it is to spread the word of God. Yeah, We have that now to use. So I'm going to use it for that purpose, you know? Um, and I know people are probably going, who, who does she think she is? Well, I actually know who I am. I'm a child of the most high God mm-hmm. and he has put a message in me. And if you don't like it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, if what I have to say bothers you, then I must have delivered it correctly. Right. And I'm thankful to do so. And I will use Facebook as a platform to talk about the things that he's done with us to, to speak the truth out, whether anybody likes it or not. Yeah. For we speak not to please men, but to please God who tests our hearts. Mm-hmm. Paula. Yeah, Paula. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> no, all uh, for his glory, not mine. No, I'm just, really. I'm yeah. just a vessel. Yeah, all for his glory. Though, yes. You know, exactly. I'm talking about him. I'm not talking about me. Yeah. I'm talking about Jesus. Yeah. You know, if your Facebook page is covered with all kinds of worldly things and you go to church on Sunday, but you don't show who you are to others because you deny it or you're embarrassed about what other people think. Shame on you. Mm. Tell other people who you are. Do not deny who you belong to. Yeah. You know, I want everybody to know who I belong to. Well, he says, if you deny me before others, I will deny you before the Father. Exactly, my dear. And I wrote that down. (laughs) Matthew 10, 32 through 33. He says, everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But... Whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my father who is in heaven. Yeah. So I don't want that. So I, I want my name written in the book of life. And I want me too. I want them to know, you know, I want a God the Father to know who who I am. I want Christ to acknowledge my name. Yeah. Before God the Father, because you know, like we had listened earlier today, once again to Tony Evans and love him. And uh love, love him. him. He's a great, great preacher. And yeah. uh I, I got my ticket. I know where I'm going. Heck yeah. I'm, I'm ready not, to get on the plane. I'm not on standby. <laughs> no. I'm not taking standby. That means that yeah. you are not confirmed in the yeah. kingdom of God. And I know I'm going. I know where I'm going. Yeah. I don't think I'm going there. I know I'm going mm-hmm. there. And I believe in the rapture. I got my ticket and I want you to have your ticket. That's right, well. y'all. Come on. Get on board. Yeah. Get your <laughs> ticket. Get your seat reserved. Yes. Yeah. Let me start seeing some of y'all talking about Jesus on your Facebook pages. Yeah. You know, let's, let's hear about it. Yeah. You post, you post quotes, but where's the weight? Where's your words? Where's your belief in it? You can find quotes all over the world, but let me hear you say it. Let me hear you talk about it. Let's hear what you feel. Yeah. 
this whole world is full of rebels and rebellion and yeah. all these other things. You want to be a rebel? You want to be a true rebellion? Exactly. Yeah. Be hated. Start start following <laughs> Christ. You will start be hated. Start following Christ. That's right. You will have a target on you everywhere you go. Yeah. Fine. You want to go against the grain? You want to rock the boat? You want to stir the water? That's right. Jesus start. was the ultimate rebel, and I'm so yeah. happy to belong to that. Yes. Yes. You know, I'm just amen to that. Oh, yes. Let's amen to maybe that. we should stop it there because we kept yeah. him on a long time last yeah. time. And we <laughs> <laughs> made it a little bit shorter this time, but you know, I could keep trucking. We just, but we just want everyone to remember that you are royalty. Yes. That you are the sons and daughters of the most high king mm -hmm. and that he is going to return. Yes, he is. And he is going to rule with the rod of iron and I don't know about you but I don't want to be on the outside of the wall I want to be on the inside of the wall with him yes I want to be standing there with holy hands in the mm -hmm. air waving them saying yes yeah. I've been waiting for you yeah not running to the side going oops I need to go tidy up some things including myself yeah. uh-uh I'm waiting I'm looking I'm looking I'm yeah. ready I'm let's ready. do this watching yes watching and waiting oh. with anticipation and hope and yes. faith Amen. Amen to that. You want to pray us out of this? I will pray us out of this, <laughs> y'all. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you thank for you. coming back on here and, and, yeah. and hearing us. Um, you can fi find us on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, iTunes. And uh, our Refuge Ministry page for Sea Drift Texas is um, on Facebook. Um, that was something that we just had to get going. We had to have some sort of landing place for when the book does come out and people can scan the QR code on the back of that book and be sent somewhere. So you can be a witness. You can follow and listen to the things that God is doing in our lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's us. That's <laughs> us. All right. I'm going to pray us out. All right. Dear Lord, we thank you for this time to come together as one flesh to speak your word into others. Blessed Father, I am so thankful for this life that you have given us. I am thankful for the opportunity to not shrink back, but to open my mouth and to speak your truth. Blessed Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that people's spiritual ears be opened to the word of our most high God. Blessed Lord, I pray for all of our hearers that you bless their lives, that you show them who you are. We are so thankful for you, Lord. We praise you and thank you. We worship you and we fear you for we know what you are capable of. We love you. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our blessed Lord and Savior and the Holy Spirit that we love. Amen. Amen. God bless all of y'all. Yes. And shalom, shalom. <laughs> shalom, shalom.